2: Support Wrestle Talk. Give us a subscribe. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Ramble. This is Luke Owen. I'm Ollie Davis, and today we're going to be going through all our thoughts on last night's Battleground pay-per-view from SmackDown. This is the first one of those Wrestle Ramble uh pay per view reactions we've done. We've never really dove straight into a, a pay per view the yes, day after. That's right, because you weren't here for Great Balls of Fire. No, I missed that one. Which seemed like a pretty damn fine pay per view. It was all right. Yeah. Annoyingly. Uh but yeah, if you want to go straight to any of the matches or the discussion in general, click the timestamps in the video description below. Or stay right here. Well, I'm just going to do a bit of rambling about my back.
3: Yeah, so I got a text message from Ollie this morning uh, just before I left, saying, <coughs> in so many words, my back hurts. Help. Yeah, help. Help me. <laughs> so uh, tell tell the fine folks, tell the Wrestle Talk Universe what is up with your back.
2: Well, I haven't exercised for a month because I had I was off to Glastonbury and I was off to uh, to Cornwall, so I thought I'll I'll have a break from that as well. And you were starting, so it was a busy time. And uh, I went I went and did I went to CrossFit to be like
3: Seth Rollins on Wednesday. It's totally fine. Sunday I woke up.
2: Can't move. Just cannot move.
3: So you you aimed on Wednesday to be Seth Rollins Yeah. and you woke up on Sunday as the Great Carly. Well that's
2: it. I I think the Great Carly is responsible for my but you know how he walks with a slight lumbar extension,
3: Yeah. his chest
2: out and his back seems like that. I'm sure it's probably part of his giganticism or whatever condition he has i'd imagine it is yes i've just got like you if you watch the battleground review or the
3: news today easter egg you'll <laughs> see that my my body is actually like this it's like an s at the moment in a fun little bit of behind the scenes pulling back the curtain so to speak going into gorilla position uh the start of the video that ollie recorded today he tried to stand stand straight and uh <clears throat> Do the hello and welcome And up. you nearly doubled over in pain just And just collapsed. Co- and collapsed And you were just like nope can't stand straight today I'm just going to have to stand at a slight angle Well I, I realised if I lift one foot
2: Off the ground I can actually adjust my butt so it's more level Okay. Uh, so for most of the battleground video I did it on one leg <laughs> Like Kenny Omega versus Suzuki He can't get to the top rope To do the moonsault so he does the the one legged moonsault wow. off the middle rope because Suzuki worked over his leg. Hot damn, the G one has been good. Hot damn, SmackDown isn't as good. Should we get Should we get straight <laughs> into Let's it? Let's get into now, it. Now yeah. I've
3: moaned enough about my back. Well, it, it, I think it's absolutely fine that you have a little bit of a, a whinge and a moan about your back. As we were saying when we were setting up this studio, bad backs are nothing to be messing with. No. There, they are bad news. I'm
2: off. I've never been to a physiotherapist. I'm off to one in a, a, in a couple of hours. Mm. So I'm, I'm quite curious to see what, you know, because they have these people on standby in WWE all the time. Am I leaning really close to you? You are, you are quite <laughs> it's close, it's because you... you can't sit straight. It's the S. It's okay. absolutely fine. I don't, I don't mind it. I'll kick back like this. Just, Just play it cool, man. Just, you know, <laughs>
3: real cool and relaxed.
2: Uh, yes, I'm going to see a physiotherapist remember I'll that,
3: report back on Wednesday Remember that episode of Friends <laughs> Remember that episode of Friends when uh, Joey has a hernia yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and he refuses to go and get it looked at The, <laughs> only, me laugh. the only way he can, <laughs> anyway he can sort of out is by putting his hand Down his trousers and pressing in on it
2: <laughs> Okay, this position and laughing isn't, isn't good So Sorry. I can be, I, can, I can sit like that, but I can't be happy No <laughs> I can just be comfortable Well that's
3: fine, because you don't have to okay. be happy When talking about this show
2: Okay, so should we get into this? Yeah. Ty Dillinger, we'll be going through our our predictions as well that we made on on Saturday. Of course, the winner of the predictions and all of the things tallied up over the month gets my lunchbox. Yeah. It's the microphone down. It's because I put my arm on it. It gets my money in the bank lunchbox. Inside is a scandal that could ruin me. And ruin my WWE career. Yes, a lot like Kurt Angle, when it turns out it was just a son that everyone seems cool with. You can't fit Jason Jordan in this. No. No, so it's not going to be him. Or Chad Gable. Chad Gable might fit. He's not that small. He's a bit smaller, though. Mm. Uh, So, yes, we're going to run through. We got mostly similar predictions apart from one match. We'll come to it. So the kickoff. Uh, was Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English?
3: Yes, it was, which you didn't. I, I watch. did. I did not watch. No, uh, mostly because I was just expecting a Ty win in a SmackDown TV match, and mm. I thought I've got other things that need to be watched, so I'm going to just watch those instead. Lo and behold, I come into the studio today, and you informed me that Aiden English won.
2: Aiden English won. It was one of the, I. I would have it if I had to rank them as the third best match of the night. Wow, that's more indicative of the bottom from
3: a lot of the other matches on the card that didn't deliver. So it's still like a two and a half star match, but yeah, based by com- compared to everything else. Yeah, it, I am surprised by this. It, it was a bit of a throwaway match. We mm. we had joked on last week's episode that these two have fought more times than Cena, Randy Orton at this point. Um, But yeah, I'm just a bit surprised that they gave Aidan English the win.
2: Yeah, I just don't... I don't think they care. It doesn't mean anything. (laughs) No, it's on the kickoff. It's not going to cause him to go on a winning streak or a storyline. This is a feud that has been developed purely on pre-shows. I can't remember a match
3: they've had on SmackDown TV, but maybe I'm forgetting one. Can you only imagine how many times they faced each other on house shows? Oh, yeah. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, so... There you go. We both
2: correct. We both incorrectly predicted Ty Dillinger there, mm. so both wrong. Uh, next up was because we've got these out of order for how they played out. Was yeah. the fantastic tag team title match between the
3: Usos and the New Day? A great, great match. <coughs> this was really, yeah. really great. in like the, the the closing sort of five seven, well, the five, five closing five minutes of the match were oh, absolutely yeah. awesome. Real back and forth mm. because.
2: It started off as as your standard tag team match, heated. Big E's on the on the outside. I don't know, you know, if I was choosing mm. my new day lineups, and if it, if this was a real sport, I would have I would always have Big E in there mm. and a Kofi or Xavier. Yeah. They would be the interchangeable ones because you're leaving your Muscle Man on the on the
3: sideline. It's a bit like playing Final Fantasy Seven and not having Barrett in your team. If I got that reference,
2: <laughs> sure, yeah, I
3: agree, uh, and. <clears throat>
2: So it's Kofi and Xavier versus Jimmy and Jay. And they work a normal match.
3: Kofi is taken out outside mm, with, with that...
2: a double powerbomb. Oh,
3: and what a powerbomb was. A Great, like, he did the plancha and they killed him and then just effed him into the ground. It was great. Yeah, right onto the the mats on the outside of the ring, which... Big
2: flat back that is not Ooh. That is not forgiving, that part of the of the arena. No. And uh, actually, I'm going to do this quite a bit so. I've there's a lot of great wrestling that's happening right now with the G1. I just watched Ring of Honor TV. I watched Ring of an episode of Ring of Honor TV. It was a cracking hour, mm. way better than NXT. And um, the opening match was Jonathan Gresham versus Punishment Martinez. And Punishment Martinez is like a legit six five six seven guy. Jonathan Gresham is tiny, and they did a spot just in an opening match. But what a match it was! Like the story they told. Gresham is tiny, so he just had to really smartly take out bits of Punishment Martinez mm. um, Punishment Martinez, because he's so big and a monster. It was happening to him, but he was kind of like a fly swatting it off. He was getting annoyed that he was being outsmarted by this guy, but there was no way they were making much of an impact, these attacks, just because of the size difference between the two. And they got to the outside of the ring. This is where it really turned in Punishment's favour punishment martinez picked him up for a last ride mm. outside the ring and he turns round and jonathan gresham's like doing the uh, <laughs> the, the cross on the on the on the, on the chest uh to, to bless himself he gives him a last ride onto the ring apron Whoa. maybe this is sympathy pain <laughs> my back from that spot i'm just like oh my god I didn't know they like. that's the sort of spot you'd save for a pay-per-view match. Well,
3: this is it. I, I often find this happens with a lot of... Um, I, I hate to use the term indie wrestling, but mm. there's a lot of um, people don't tend to understand that your opening match, you don't want to do spots that would be better suited for a pay-per-view slash main event.
1: Yeah,
2: I, I could see that. But these these are two guys who almost want to prove themselves. They're not going to have a pay-per-view match anytime soon together, so mm. why not bust out a big, yeah, big spot man, like I, that. I can see both arguments. Uh, yeah, so... But that's not taken away from Kofi's spot. No. Kofi's spot was also very, very good. good. Uh, and then, so Kofi was out for the match. And what you got was this lovely dynamic of Xavier Woods playing the baby face in peril very well mm. against the Usos. Just tag team move, tag, move, pin, kick out,
3: tag. I uh, particularly loved my favourite spot outside of the that super kick spot that I'm mm. sure we'll talk about in a minute. But there was a moment when I, I like uh, tag teams who are really so well in sync with each other that's why I think the revival are awesome there was a moment when uh, I believe it was Jimmy hit a super kick and as soon as he hit it dove to tag in Jay and I was like that's it's so good because he didn't just hit the move and then walk over and tag Mm. him it was like we need to beat this guy as quickly as possible and this is the quickest route to me tagging you oh I thought it was great really great the Usos are so good should we talk about that spot let's talk about that
2: so uh what is it? The, Xavier's on the outside. He fights off one of the. I don't know. Jimmy, he fights off one of them mm. uh, on the apron and then he hits the other one in the ring. Uso in the ring falls down across the, you know, for the, the long jumping flying elbow off the top rope, off the actual top rope. He does not like the his, he
3: does his spring ro- uh, springboard yeah. elbow drop thing. And as
2: Xavier jumps off, he's just about to land the elbow. Other Uso from out of nowhere.
3: Super kick, straight in the face, so well timed. Oh. Like that is the sort of thing that is nigh on impossible <clears throat> to time perfectly. The yeah. only like instance I can think of something that would be harder to time was when uh, when uh, Matt Seidel was in WWE as Evan Bourne and he did a Shooting Star Press that Randy Orton then re- reversed oh. into an RKO. That's something else that's like that. Yeah. That's unreal. Mm. The timing to to get those. Oh, very good. Very impressive.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was just a great... That was a real great spot. And it just played into Woods. You see, like, he's seemingly out for the count, and then he just kicks out. And it, di- it didn't get tired. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, I want Woods to win. Yeah. I was actually invested in the babyface. Crowdwear as well. They came alive. This is awesome. Chant broke out. Absolutely, only, and, only time of the night. Yeah, and then Kofi got in. Well, it's probably because they could see this match. <laughs> I think if they could see what was going on in the Punjabi prison, they'd be more excited. But, yeah, and then... um. The, the 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 new day got the win, yeah. Which I wasn't expecting, but I think you know off the back of this.
3: I, well, I was. I mean, I'd have liked to have seen uh, with all of that, like all those great near falls, the Usos win with like a pull of the tights and get a bit of a cheap victory, and then that could build into the rematch at SummerSlam. However, because you had a pull of the tight spot later in the night, it probably was yeah. probably a bit too much to do that. Yeah, as well. you don't want to. I mean, this
2: is the only clean finish we got in the entire main card. Was it? John Cena-Russo was a clean finish. Oh, but it was through a table, you know, like that's a gimmick match. Yeah, okay, so maybe. it is It is real screwy still. Mm. Uh, and the elimination match and yeah. low and the, blow. the US title match, The US yeah. title was just weird, although that was kind of clean. But it had a ref bump. So don't take away this one. <laughs>
3: You're right, I won't take away from this one.
2: But the interesting thing here is, is where do you go now? Because
3: New Day, it's all about the thrill of the chase. Well, that the, and, this, this, the and that's kind of why I'd have liked to have seen the Usos keep the belts. Because New Day are better when they're chasing. Mm. Um, you don't want another lengthy New Day run because that was pretty much the death of the Raw Tag Team Division last year. Um, and if the New Day are moving on to someone else, who are they moving on to? Because uh, the Ascension about the- yeah oh, We did forget the Ascension when going through our SmackDown tag teams because, I mean, of course you'd forget the Ascension. But it is the New Day, Epico and Primo, who were injured... Usos' ascension and Brizango. Mm. Brizango is tied up. Ascension are a complete joke. Epico and uh, Primo are injured, so you only have the Usos left. Potentially Harper and Rowan. Potentially Harper
2: and Rowan. So I still want to see. It would have been better if the Usos retained. Maybe I don't know. You want to set up the SummerSlam? I don't. I don't know how you would have done it off off the top of my head. But Usos retained to set up a ladder match at SummerSlam. Yes. that's what I want to see
3: between these two teams next. Actually, and you actually, I wouldn't have minded if they'd have done another walkout finish although i think it is very lazy and i criticized it when they did it on great balls of fire mm. um and I, I really don't like the finish especially when you've done such a great job of doing like a really good finish to the match uh really good sequences of of near force but if the usos had walked out by that point a they'd have got a great amount of heat for it as well and b you could have used that to set up the match at SummerStime of being mm. like Right, you want to keep walking out your tag matches. We're going to set the, we're going to put the tag titles above the ring where you can't walk out of the ring. You that's can't walk that's out a nice of the way to set and it that, up. Yeah. And then you use you, so you're not just using uh, your walkouts as a cheap way to not pin your heels. Mm. You're doing it to to. Here's the thing: build a storyline.
2: Whoa, you do need to. I mean, that to open the show, I would have been fine with. And then you, but you have to get the the commissioner or whoever to come out immediately after mm. to address that fact yeah. otherwise it's just another screw finish and you have to change a lot of the other finishes on the show so it isn't just screw finishes mm. for everything for, and then the Punjabi yeah. prism. Uh, but yeah that would be a way to do it so let's also talk about, so we both got that wrong, we both we said did, yeah. The Usos so we're zero for two so far, Yeah. let's talk about Zango because I think this could tie in to what's happening the, maybe it is a sanity call up
3: well yeah so we got a tweet uh, from someone <coughs> who said that Eric Young had been spotted in Philly mm. which is where the excuse me which is where the pay-per-view had taken yeah. place and there were then uh, led to rumours that it was going to be an Eric Young slash sanity debut and I did say that Eric Young's not been on NXT TV as of late. He wasn't at the last series set of tapings. And the excuse that was given by Alexander Wolfe is that our great leader, Eric Young, is off on other business. Mm. And I was like, huh, what if this, that was a great bit of foreshadowing? Almost a bit of long-term planning. That- well, that's NXT for you. That If it's going to happen anywhere in WWE, <laughs> yeah. that's there. So I thought perhaps that might be it. But mm. uh, turns out that when they said to be concluded... It did not conclude. And it actually is to still be continued.
2: Yeah, so Breezango, they open the skit there, Fashion X-Files. The truth, the H is... The truth is H. The truth is H. That's the one. That's the pun.
3: The the Mulder poster saying, I want to believe.
2: Yeah. Very good. good.
3: And the Ascension come in and they say, it was
2: us. And they were like, ah, but we all kind of already kind of eliminated you. And they were like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was us. And it was that was a nice joke about the anticlimactic endings to the series yeah. and also what just happened over on Raw with the Jason Jordan reveal as Kurt Angle. That's how I interpreted it, at least. Yeah,
3: I thought it was very much a dig at themselves. Yeah. Last, last time when it was, uh, it appeared to be the Ascension that attacked mm. them. And, and we even said in our report afterwards, like, well, God, if it is, that, that's incredibly anticlimactic, isn't yeah. it? But then
2: what happened is that the Ascension left, the lights cut out... It comes back on. Breeze is down. Lights cut out again. Fandango is now down. And the camera person seems to have been taken out as well because now the camera is on the floor at and at a Dutch angle, so tilted, like uh, like in Paranormal Activity or mm. something like that. Camera doesn't move. And Fandango's body is just dragged away. It was very eerie. At first, I thought this is like a Wyatt family promo. Yeah. Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Uh, maybe this is the way to reintroduce them into the tag team division. But now I'm thinking... You somehow string this along to SummerSlam. Don't reveal who it is, and it's sanity. Mm. The night after NXT Takeover Brooklyn, yeah, because they're involved in a match there. I believe they are going to be in the the tag match against the Authors of Pain. So that gets around that. They come up the next night, and hey, Presto, you've got new day, uh, a fresh food to start with Mm -hmm. after the Usos. After they beat the Usos in a ladder match, that would be. That would be just
3: off the flight how I would do it. Yeah. What do you think? I I completely agree with that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I could definitely get behind that. The The problem then with NXT is that your tag team division is completely depleted there as well. Because you've only got Heavy Machinery and uh, TM61 who are injured, the Ely brothers. Yeah.
2: And I think that's it. But what's more important, Smackdown or NXT? Well, obviously Smackdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or it could be the Wyatt family 2.0, yes, which be. I wouldn't mind at all. I,
3: could, I wouldn't mind either, but I just feel that uh, once again, it's just a bit of a step back for, for Luke mm. Harper because he keeps leaving the Wyatt family, getting small singles pushes and then just go straight back into the Wyatt family when creative have nothing for him.
2: Yeah, so next up, we, well, Breezango came uh, sort of Much before later on, the yeah. second, the penultimate match. But after the Usos and New Day, we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. Boy, was this disappointing! I thought
3: this was a pretty nothing match. This was mm. a match where it was quite easy to get distracted and go look yeah. at something else on on the old iPad or on yeah. on Twitter. That's
2: how you ruin stuff for yourself. <laughs> well, no, I, I You don't can't go, check Twitter. No, I don't know. No, no I'm, delay. Not, I'm not
3: watching on Twitter. Only because like when I woke up this morning, I had like 38 notifications. I was you like, no, well, I've got not going Not going anywhere, not anywhere, near, going anywhere those. near those and good job too because it was a lot of people saying like hey the great Carly showed up yeah,
2: yeah. I don't check my Twitter no. until I have finished watching the programming exactly because it will be oh yeah this happened <laughs> thanks for letting me know <laughs> uh, it's nice for you to, to text it's, it's, it's,
3: it's one thing when the WWE Network does it mm. it's another when like, because I had the Jason Jordan thing sport for me last week where the place where I go to watch Raw on a tape delay also had the Network interview up as well yeah. and so there was just a thumbnail that showed uh, Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan. I was like, all right, cool. So that's the reveal
2: then. Did you see what happened in the arena the night as everyone was coming in for Monday Night Raw? No. So last Monday on the on the reveal, they were testing American Alpha graphics on the <laughs> on Titan Tron.
3: Good work. Someone
2: snapped a photo. Well, I guess he's still got, is it Jordan or is it Gable? Oh, it's the one we didn't. I really care about. So yeah, I mean that's how easy it is to get distracted about Nakamura versus Corbin. Point are talking about something else. However, I do I could watch Baron Corbin do his. I'm running towards the ring post. Oh, I slide out the ring post. Mm-hmm. I get back in really quickly and clothesline someone. Yeah, I could watch that all day long. That was great. Yeah, that is.
3: Uh, although really this good. this also had a uh, well. This had our first screwy finish of the night, mm-hmm. uh, where Bazza just just. A nut shop just kicked him in the nuts, and that uh, yeah. and that was it. Uh, my worry for that is that it leads into further matches between the two, and yeah. uh, I, I'm already already ready for this feud to be done.
2: Yeah. So the way SummerSlam is shaping up, AJ Styles lost, so there's no John Cena. Doesn't you know? There's no United States title
3: match there with John Cena yeah. that was speculated on, or the uh, the US title match between him and Nakamura. Yeah, that, that they the teased one. on SmackDown last week. Yeah, but that could be foreshadowing something
2: later down the line i hope it does yeah well they must fight each other well i mean they will
3: fight each other at some point the problem is like they weren't teasing nakamura aj styles having a fight what they teased was nakamura chasing aj styles for the united states title that's the difference he looked at the title and said when you call i'll answer
2: i can't be too down on them for that because that kind of gives the impression oh aj Everyone thinks AJ's holding the belt for ages in this little universe of wrestlers interacting with each other. Of course they would go,
3: I want a shot of that because you're the the champion at the moment. Then the title changes hands. Cool, bear in mind, this is a completely scripted, fabricated show. Yeah. You you have the ability to do that. You have the ability to just make these things up. It's Mm. not like people are going to challenge him and be like, yeah, if you still are the champion, I will do this because because you can make him be the champion for a long time. Maybe he did say that, but the gum shield... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> obscured it.
2: Now I think if if I was to write, if I was in charge of SmackDown or Raw or something, everyone would be you know gunning for everyone's titles, and they'd be saying stuff like that. So you know, not to to, to not spoil results.
3: No, and and I get behind yeah. that, and I completely agree with that. Problem is, is the that execution. That the ex- the is execution terrible. is that. So stop setting things up if there's no payoff. Hmm because that then makes SmackDown even more irre- irrelevant than it currently is.
2: Yeah, that's the problem. It obviously doesn't have a very... Well, Not there must be a long-term picture in place, but not for everyone. And yeah. yeah. That's what's frustrating. But yeah, Nakamura still... Yeah, it looks like it's going to a rematch at SummerSlam.
3: Oh, my Nakamura. His first SummerSlam... The big, one of the big four, and he's been given Baza Corbs in a feud that no yeah. one cares about. Mr. Money in the Bank, though. He is Mr. Money in the Bank, but like, there's there's literally no storyline in this. Mm. Or reason to care? Which actually is the, the story with a lot of the matches on this. this yeah, panel. like
2: <laughs> the next match, which was Charlotte versus Becky versus Natalia versus Tamina versus Lana.
3: Are, By you the way, tr- are you trying to tell me that the SmackDown women were in a multi-person match on I a pay-per-view? sure was, Luke. Oh, well, but I, hey blow me down it was to set up a singles
2: match <laughs> so that's something uh yeah. by the way we we both went for nakamura in the previous yes match. we did yeah So we got one yes. one for three i think is or one for two I yes, don't one know. for three one for three uh yeah so how why the hell did you pick natalia because you called this right <laughs> with natalia yeah she was only
3: tamina was below her for me on this because like for, it had to be a heel that was going to win to fight Naomi, fight sure. to, yeah, and I knew it wasn't going to be Tamina or Lana, so I, I figured it'd be Natalia. Because I think that Charlotte's the match you save. I uh, granted, you could have done that at SummerSlam, mm. but I feel that they're building more towards a Charlotte Becky fuse than they are okay. building towards the Charlotte Naomi rematch that for a finish they've never had yet. So I figured that Natalia was the way forward. I, but anyway, I'm no, I'm no Nostradamus. I bollocked up every other uh, prediction on here. So. This was just such a weird <laughs> prediction. I, when you said it, I thought you did God. laugh it off got
2: this in the bag <laughs> i've won this round
3: well you went with lana because it wasn't gonna right? be lana though was it She'd already faced her three times and lost in like 86 seconds that's wwe booking <laughs> i'm trying to second guess them
2: You'd, like of all the stories that they're telling on telly lana and tamina is the most prominently featured of the women's division granted that's not by a. that's just because the rest of the division's so awful right not awful but underdeveloped so I just went with where the story was. Natalia. What was the yeah. last thing? She, I mean, she was the leader of that unforgettable faction, the Welcoming Committee. They did get brought up on commentary. Did they?
3: They did. Naomi brought it up in a rare piece of continuity.
2: Yeah, so Lana and Tamina were kind of dominating at the start. Then Tamina tapped to Becky Lynch's disarmer. Lana then tapped to Becky
3: Lynch's disarm. I felt that was a really disappointing spot. So I really like the yeah. fact that, like... Uh, Lana kept getting into these situations and Tamina kept like breaking it up baking it up and like saving Lana and everyone was like, Oh god, Lana should have lost about twelve times mm. by now, but Tamina keeps saving her. So when Becky made Tamina tap, I wanted to see that moment where Lana was in the middle of the ring with everyone surrounding her. Yeah. Being like, Okay, now what are you gonna do? But they but, didn't, it's just Becky just made her tap instantly. Which I'm you know, is also fine.
2: But, but you've got to save time for the flag match show. So, <laughs> so let's eliminate all three people here in a minute stretch. So Becky was
3: eliminated right after with an yeah. Italia roller pull of the tights. And again, I think this ties into my uh, my Becky Lynch heel turn. Mm. Although I was hes, I'm, I'm reticent to want Becky Lynch to turn heel because at least she's a babyface that gets cheered, yeah. and we're we're scant few of those in in the world of WWE. So. Let's, let's actually let's celebrate the fact that we've got a baby face who gets cheered just turn her into a bit more of a
2: give her a bit more of an edge I've, she's the last kicker she's exactly. going to be a female stone cold Becky
3: quite happy with that because I think that it's gonna. she's the one who's been saying that oi keep fighting for what is right and I keep playing boy de rules and oi yeah. keep getting screwed over and I think that that's going to tie into her then turning heel and starting to cheat her way into wins and that will lead into a Charlotte feud at SummerSlam that's my yeah. prediction.
2: It's it's a storyline. Again, I mean a story
3: perhaps I'm putting too much into this <laughs> by, by asking for storylines on SmackDown.
2: Uh, yeah, so Natalia won. Mm. See, if you're gonna do a match in this way, where everyone's eliminated in the fir- in, in a minute stretch, with only about five minutes of action preceding it, I think the whole match was twelve minutes in all. Mm. Why not just make it Charlotte versus Natalia? <sighs> in a singles match for the number one contender because for you, Naomi. because
3: if you hit dead in that, then you wouldn't have been able to have, A, a multi-person uh, women's match on uh, on a SmackDown pay-per-view, which is the standard. Also, yeah. you wouldn't be able to have any backstage skits where they all stand in a line around Shane McMahon.
2: Yeah, so I lost this one. Obviously, I went for Lana. I was so optimistic at the start because <laughs> Lana looked like she was killing it. Well, in a, in a heel mm-hmm. chicken S-word way. Yep. Uh, but she didn't. No. So next up we had AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens for the United States title. Uh, Ke- Owens, Kevin Owens, had <laughs> mm-hmm. recently lost his belt to AJ on a house show of all places at Madison Square Garden. So
3: surely that means AJ's retaining. You, well, that was what I thought because if we if, both we both went for AJ. Because if Kevin Owens was just getting the belt back, then why would you bother taking it off him in the first place? Yeah, this is again. It's like the Chris Jericho thing. They took it off of him just because everyone thought that Jericho's leaving, so Kevin is clearly going to win. So yeah. we'll just do this to, to F with the fans a little bit. But the problem is now, it just completely devalues his New Face of America gimmick, mm. where he's lost the belt twice yeah, and has had to win it back. He's a, th- he's a three-time US champion, only won it at WrestleMania. Yeah, so four months, four three month- reigns. Yeah, I-, I think that really devalues his character. Yeah. And there's a reason why this New Face of America thing isn't getting over is because he's not the new face of America. He's the really rubbish face of America. Yeah, and
2: and no one's really making a thing of that either. No, like if that was a story they're telling, and AJ Styles would be like, y- "But you've lost it, mate." Yeah, which he hasn't really done. So that build isn't there either. They just there's no coherence in the storytelling no. for this feud, and just with the G one going on right now, and I I was. Waxing lyrical When Luke got into the studio About Omega versus Suzuki Which I watched Saturday morning With a big bowl of shreddies That is my favourite way To watch New Japan Big Excellent. bowl of cereal Yep And my favourite way To watch Ring of Honour Big stuff crust pizza <laughs> oh, Nothing better Excellent uh, And They just had a hell of a match And I thought Of this card The G1's going on right now Some people are calling it The best tournament In wrestling history Already Off the back of the first week Because it's been that damn good Wow yeah. Why don't you just say, okay, AJ, Owens, just go out there and go do everything. Have a massive match. Because Battleground last year, Owens and Sami Zayn had one of my favourite matches of the year. Mm -hmm. Because it was built up on character and there was that wonderful spot where Owens was like, why are you making me beat you up so much yeah like he's the good guy and then Zayn the did hu- the halluva kick. kick and the catch oh it was so and good it like is he going to pin him it, no puts him back does, gives another halluva kick baby face prevails and look what they did for
3: Sami Zayn
2: but for a you know that a, match for a brief period of time <laughs> that match was the entire feud in a micro a microcosm of it so why not just say to AJ Owens you know what we know this is going to be a screwy finish show the Punjabi prison match isn't going to be a Matt classic we've given them other things on this show just go out there
3: and have a wicked match because they have a wwe style and they've got to adhere to that wwe style this is why like so dave meltzer made a very good point on rustic observer radio many many moons ago when there was all those rumors about kenny omega going to, mm. to going into wwe and he said at the time he goes, i don't think omega is going to go because omega's whole thing of this year is i want to have five star matches, I want to have the best match of the year, can- I want to have the best match of the year winners, and or candidates and he's never going to have those in WWE because once he gets there, like, okay, cool all that stuff that you do, don't do that here you need to work to our WWE style and do these kind of matches mm. and that then limits what people can do Well, one of the reasons the G1 is so good right now is because it is a
2: clash of styles but really in WWE, as much as it likes to say, oh, he's, you know, these guys are differently matched they're all wrestling the same style. Yeah. And there's... They all have the same match. That's why, I mean, and when you get to the seven-hour WrestleManias or Summerslams, it is just mind-numbing.
3: But that's why, I mean, people keep questioning why we love the Brock Lesnar-Goldberg match at WrestleMania so much, or any Brock Lesnar match. Mm. Because they at least feel different to everything else on the card. That's why, that's the appeal of Brock Lesnar for me. He's the only thing that feels unique. Completely agree. So AJ and
2: Owens, not only had, they didn't, they just had a a decent match, yeah. right at the start. It so fine. it wasn't anything special. There was a really nice moment when AJ went up for the phenomenal forearm, but Owens had already slipped out the ring, and then he pulls his legs out from the apron. That was a nice bit of scouting, mm-hmm. you know, stuff you would have you would have thought about. That's yes. I like it when wrestlers act intelligently in their matches. Yeah. And, uh, and he'd watch some tapes. Yeah, like and and they had this match, and I was like, no, this is okay. It's nowhere near as good as I wanted it to be, but you know, maybe the finish will pick up. You know, when you have those awesome five minute <coughs> stretches at the end of matches. I've got, to, I've got to be nuts before I come in here. Let let there's, the viewers to make their own puns in the Edomar, comments. Edomar, maybe it's just really yeah. catching the back of my throat. Uh, and the finish for this was Owens picks up AJ, or maybe does he throw him? I can't remember which way. No, no was, it's, I think.
3: Um, yeah, I can't remember what it was. I think he picked him up, and then he just effed him into the ref, basically. Yeah.
2: So the referee's down, and the referee is doing a horrible job. <laughs> like, he's down, but his eyes are open, and he can see everything that's going on yeah. around him. And it then was... he's just, he just stands there for a bit like this, looking around all dazed. Do
3: you know what was really funny, though? When they did the ref bump, I was like, huh, we were just talking about this on Friday's show, about yeah. they don't do ref bumps anymore. Well... They didn't do a ref, they did a ref bump, but they didn't capitalise on any of the drama that that gives you. I was expecting him then, like, so they did the ref bump, he then gets him in the calf crusher. I was yeah, the
1: AJ expect- Owens.
3: I, I was the half expecting then Owens to tap out, and the re- and everyone would be like, oh my god, Owens tapped out, but the referee didn't see it. AJ should have won this match, but no, he didn't, Owens just reversed it. We reversed it into a crossface, and then you're like, oh, now is Owens going to get the pin? The
2: referee's got more of a vantage point. Then that was reversed into another crossface by AJ on Owens, and then Owens mm-hmm. got him into a pinning combination where AJ's shoulders were on the mat, but nothing strong. The referee kind of like comes out
3: of dazed mode from WWE 2K17, mm. yep. and he d- makes a slow count. He does a slow count, and I was I was like, why isn't AJ kicking out? He can hear the count. Yeah, it's right next
2: to him. And then, and then. It's over and Owens is the new United States Champion. AJ's kind of going What just happened to the referee? I'm like, well it's quite clear what <laughs> happened. You're a professional Athlete and wrestler. I Why think, the heck Didn't you know what was going on?
3: I think In kayfabe terms AJ thought he was pinning Owens Because Owens had rolled Because Owens to get him has to Roll onto his back to get AJ into a pinning predicament So perhaps in Pre- kayfabe terms A pinning predicament A pinning predicament <laughs> So perhaps, in in kayfabe terms, I think that AJ might have thought he was pinning Kevin Owens, whereas Kevin Owens was actually pinning him. Well,
2: that would have been a written part of the storyline that the commentators would have been told to play up. Would have put over, but they did not. But nothing was said. Oh, I just, I was shaking my head at this match. The crowd was flat because the crowd were like, "This is weird," because there was a ref bump. But usually, we see something with yeah. the ref bump. You know, it just doesn't feel right. It's like. There is a structure and an order for things because it works and when people don't adhere to that structure or subvert that structure, which is the way of getting around it, it doesn't feel right. No. And and that played off to the entire crowd here where they were looking at the match and I what isn't right here?
3: It's really as well because you and I was
2: nothing but everything uh, was by the rules
3: really. You and I were literally just criticizing WWE for having the same match. Mm. And it's and you know shaking things up a little bit is really good. That's what this company needs in order to make things feel fresh and original. But this is not the way to like shake yeah. things up a little bit because they did a ref bump for literally no reason. And it didn't build to anything. Like, you should, if you're going to do a ref bump, at least have it be part of a storyline within a match. Mm. That was not part of a storyline within a match. You should only do things if it's telling a story. Yeah. And it didn't. It's and like it's like playing a WWE 2K17 and accidentally hitting the ref, and then just waiting for him to come back round to count your pinfall.
2: Mm. Well, there's there's two ways. There's like what you said, you do something for a reason, or there's the other way where you just make everything chaotic, so you never know what's going to happen. Like in in, in, a, in a, an actual sport. The Vince uh, Russo way of blocking. The Vince Russo, yeah. And sometimes it can work, but they, they weren't doing either. They were sort of straddling this horse with their nuts being crushed underneath them. So we both went for AJ. Owens is the new United States champion. Ugh. So I thought they, he, he was dropping this Face of America gimmick, but it looks like we're stuck with it. Yeah. Well, he's stuck with it more worryingly because he's much much better than this now
3: we also got sent apparently there was a SummerSlam uh, preview thing that was going around like they they had the house show tours they're doing around SummerSlam and they were advertising a main event Mm. of AJ versus Jinder Mahal for the WWE Championship and Kevin Owens as US champ against Sami Zayn so I wonder if that is actually the direction they're going now is that they're moving these two away from each other and moving AJ back into the main event title hunt I can't wait for that Zayn Owens feud again
2: Which Like well done WWE You've made
3: me not care about Generico versus Steam Do you know what's so funny as well So like Okay Going back to last year They had that great battleground match And that was meant Mm. to be This is the end of the feud This is the end of, of Kevin Owens Sami Zayn And it was a wonderful end to that feud. And then they announced they're going to be doing this draft. And you're like, all right, cool. Well, this is a great way to move them away from each other. You put one on Raw, you put one on SmackDown, and then they don't have to face each other again. And then you can just keep them apart for years Mm. until they have that epic rematch, you know, three years down the line, two, two, three years down the line. But they put them both on Raw. And Kevin Owens pinned him a couple of times while he was Universal Champion. And then they do the Superstar Shake-Up, and they move them both over to bloody SmackDown. They've, they've always stayed together and they keep fighting
2: each other. There's kind of a poetic symmetry there, but they've kept staying really weak, so <laughs> who, who cares? Yeah. Uh, we move on now to Rusev versus John
3: Cena in um, a plan. We've match. actually got uh, an. Was the Sami Zayn match Sami after Sami Zayn this? was after this. Oh, was yeah. that the, count, uh, the crowd cooler? Were looking for a
2: nice segue from well, Sami no, Zayn? No,
3: actually, I thought, it, I thought it came before the time, but I forgot it was the crowd cooler match. It's the crowd cooler.
2: You don't need a crowd cooler. Weird <laughs> WWE matchbooking psychology. <laughs> Uh, the crowd cooler is when you put a dud match in between your semi-main event and your main event.
3: Yeah, to try and cool the crowd down because they're so hot from the last match. I mean, the last thing you want is a hot crowd. Yeah.
0: Like, uh, uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Noises. It used to be the Divas
2: match. Yeah, the toilet break. Yeah. So Rusev versus John Cena in a flag match. This went uh, long. Yeah, this was like 22, 25 minutes. Yeah, really long. Uh,
3: I thought there were some nice little spots in here. Uh, I thought the match really didn't get going until they got up to the actual the entrance ramp where both of the podiums were. It was like
2: 15 minutes of the match. I thought, I thought I most thought
3: I of it took place there. Everything before that was every John Cena-Rusev mm-hmm. match you've ever seen. Yeah, um, But actually, I thought once they actually got out of the ring and they started doing all the flag stuff at the podium, it got really good. I d- it got okay for me. I,
2: I wasn't really... It was just, like you said, every Rusev and John Cena match I've seen in the ring. And then when they got out, I was just like... This is slightly better than what was going on before
3: yeah i quite enjoyed it
2: it was good for the most john cena visual i've ever seen and that's him with an american flag I was it like, yep that's john cena that's I, definitely john cena i
3: did laugh though that when uh, rusev went and set the tables up by the american podium i literally went all right cool so john cena's going to walk up the stairs with yeah. him in the aa position and do the aa yeah. and that's not be again me like trying to brag and be uh, claiming to be nostradamus that was just so clearly set up but I like that sort of thing that's good because yeah that was a good spot a yeah. great spot because I'm like cool I'm really looking forward to that moment now mm. and that's
2: a good finish to the match That the baby want- face hero te- like show of strength up yep. those steps and then chucks the evil villain through the table
3: that is set up and payoff. yeah Speaking of which actually there was also a really good power spot in the uh, five way elimination match where uh, Charlotte got a t- oh, yeah. uh, Natalia up I think for, Natalia, a powerbomb. for a power bomb and it looked like she was proper struggling to get her mm, up but mm. like what an amazing display of strength
2: that was good so we both went for John there Johnny Boy he did us and america proud good old captain america did not let us down no now so yeah so John Cena won what next for him
3: what? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't you do. Um, perhaps uh, one thing we, direction we've not looked at for SummerSlam is actually John Cena versus Nakamura. Hey, oh, I, know, I think it's John Cena versus Jinder. You still think it's John Cena-Jinder? I've just remembered that Jinder was a thing. <laughs> well, I said it was going to be John Cena-Jinder uh, yeah. on Friday. Um, but if they are moving AJ into that title picture, then John well, Cena's got... AJ. So it could be uh, John Cena versus Nakamura. as like that big showcase match. Because to Perhaps me, honestly, for me, that's a dream match. Yeah, I'd, that's I'd, pretty damn good. I'd love to see that match.
2: With Nakamura going over.
3: Yes, yes, absolutely, yeah. So next up we
2: had the cooler matches, as was previously alluded to. Sammy Zayn versus Mike Kanellis.
3: Yep, unfortunately neither of us remembered uh, 50-50 booking mm. and so we both predicted that Mike Canellis would win as the new character. But of course 50-50 booking dictates that Sammy had to win because Mike won on uh, on Tuesday.
2: And just in a disastrous fashion as well. <laughs> Sami Zayn dominates the match at the start. It wasn't until Maria gets in that Mike gets the upper hand. Again with a, a wicked uh, mm-hmm. close fist punch to, yeah. to Sami Zayn's face. I like that. But then, yeah, I mean, it was just an... You can tell that Sami Zayn did his best planning out this match. There was a bit when Maria came out to stop the exploder suplex into the turnbuckle. And then she stopped that from happening. But then she got out after the referee said, go away. And Sami Zayn hit the turnbuckle uh, spot, which was really nice. I like that was a good bit of psychology. But, yeah, Sami Zayn won. As much as I love Sami,
3: this should have been Mike's victory. Yeah. He's not going anywhere, is he? No, I mean, it's... yeah. What can you say about it? it was it First was the, impressions. It was the cooler match, yeah, and first impressions do count for a lot. 50-50 booking really kills someone in the early goings. Yeah, yeah. Who hasn't got 50-50 booking, however, is Jinder Mahal. Three wins over Randy Orton yeah, now on pay-per-view. Yeah, wow.
2: so none of them clean. <laughs> uh, Punjabi prison, the third time ever in history. Oh, we've oh, we got a T-shirt down, yeah. damn it.
3: Bloody, bloody brittle Balor. Yeah. always falling down. And... Uh, yeah, this was. I come at me.
2: I really enjoyed this
3: match. I mean, should we go out now? The best Punjabi prison match ever. Yeah, maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think it yeah. was.
3: I thought this had everything in the in the first cage and all the excitement in the outside cage as well. Mm. When we've watched the, we watched the previous two Punjabi prisons for a previous WrestleMania, you can go watch those from last week's shows. And I felt that they some of them had like some really good in-ring stuff, but then as soon as they got outside, it was less interesting. Especially the Batista one because it was very oh, shortly yeah. after they got out that the match ended. Mm. Um, and then the Big Show Undertaker one had that really awkward finish where the where Undertaker won, even oh he's proper fallen now. Mm. Even though uh, Big Show probably should have won first. Um, and it just wasn't that interesting when they got to the outside. And it was a bit lumbering in the middle as well.
2: I like the cluster F uh, atmosphere of the ending of that first yeah. Punjabi prison. Because like Great Khali's climb <laughs> climbed the side. And he's like, Well, oh, he's not involved in... It's like the ref bump. Why isn't he involved in the finish? Yeah. And Undertaker and Big Show fell out at the same
3: time. I did saw uh, a laugh at someone today on Twitter that said, it's good to see Great Khali come down do his trademark, climb up a bit of the Punjabi prison yeah, spots.
2: Yeah, can't, can't get all the way up.
3: But yeah, I I would
2: actually agree. This was the best Punjabi Prison match ever. Quite, it sounds like it's damning with faint praise, but I I really liked the overbooked nonsense of
3: this. Oh, match. it was wonderful, wasn't it? So, like Randy Orton facing like just fighting against all odds because there was a brilliant moment and it was shot very well. Hmm. Where uh, the Singh brothers uh, they did a backstage segment where they said we are so sorry to announce that we can't. Uh, take you to ringside today and it's a, it's a real uh, dishonour for us. We would yeah. love to be able to do it. And you're like, oh, wow, so the Singh brothers are, aren't going to get involved until much later in the match. They got involved before they'd even got out of the first cage. It was brilliantly shot as well mm. because all of a sudden it's just like, well, where did they come from? Well, they are they small enough to
2: get through the... I the don't... bits that's how they played it when one of the sing brothers got out to the outside and yeah. ran round
3: yeah i don't know but it's, they're it was...
2: small enough to fit through the outside gaps well, i thought
3: it was a really really great spot where they got yeah. involved and then it's like randy orton then is facing against three guys inside a a prison-like structure yeah oh, it was great great storytelling so j uh,
2: so randy is stuck in the middle all four doors are now locked and the sing brothers pull out jinder at the very last moment before the final door becomes locked. And then Jinder's climbing up. Randy does the, the spot which every Punjabi prison match has had. He climbs out the inner one and then leaps onto the outer structure and beats Jinder down. And then you just get kendo sticks, <laughs> yep. steel chairs, oh. and Randy Orton's arm is busted yeah, got open. A little of welt on his back yeah. as well from the uh, odds. Those like stiff. And then definitely the spot of the show, or the spot of that match, because yeah. the super kick was better, I think. Uh Poor Singh brother for not not getting the spot of the night considering what he did. Randy punches. See, do you know which Singh brother it was? It's um, Samir. That Samir, and he he leaps. And does a huge back bump through yeah. the announcers table Which thankfully broke Because uh, okay, so of the size of him
3: I was up at 5am uh, this morning to yeah. watch this pay-per-view uh, My lady partner decided to have a bit of a lie-in Before she went to work Because we, we were away for the weekend So we were a bit tired, uh-huh. got back late last night And she got out of bed about half past seven So she actually came in For the end of the, the last ten minutes of this match And usually she comes in And I have to then turn it off the TV And put it on my iPad Because mm. she doesn't like watching wrestling and I was like, oh, "It's just ten minutes left." She's like, "Ah, oh, it's fine. I just watch the last ten minutes." Then, so she was there to see the the, the table spot, and she did say at one point, "This is going on forever." I know it's only ten minutes, but this is lasting forever. Yeah. And then the table spot thing, she did go, "Oh wow!" Like it was a big like, "Oh uh, wow!" moment. She and, loves a high spot. And then when it showed the replay and slow motion replay as well of him bouncing off the table hmm. because he hit the plastic bits. That covers the where the monitors are. See, so he hit that and it bounced up slightly, and then the table collapsed. It's no fun. And she was like, "Oh, that's gotta really hurt." And I was like, "Oh yeah, the table does break your fall, so mm. that's fine." But she was like, "But it landed? It looked like he landed on his coccyx."
2: And yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. That wasn't a, on his upper back. He
3: did take a proper flat yeah. back. But I, and I think I think that's because he hit the plastic bit first before he hit anything else. Mm. So I mean, he will be sore today. Yeah,
2: yeah. But much respect to Sing Brother Two for doing that. <laughs> Uh, but then the um, so oh God, my voice is going all crazy. Randy came back in and he fought everyone off, and he is climbing out the cage. He's almost on top of the cage. Who should make his big WWE return? Is this a return? Was he? He wasn't gone. He wasn't there for a bit.
3: Well, no. no, okay, well, no I, I thought this was. It was played off like it was a one-off thing mm. because at no point did the commentators ever go. The great Kali is back! Oh my God, the great okay. Kali is back! They just kept saying oh, he's the creator of the Punjabi prison. Of course, he's here.
2: Well, in in the definition of the term "return," he definitely returned. Oh yeah, okay. He definitely you mean like yes. a return for a long run. That's that's yeah. more
3: what I was getting at. Yes. Yeah. yeah no. I, of course, he did return. Yeah. He he was definitely there. Yeah. After in, not being there <laughs> in the, dictionary, to, the yeah. dictionary, definition of the term. Yes, he definitely. You did mean return. a
2: long run return? Well, yeah. come come on to that at the end. Just just run through the the finish. Sorry. So.
3: Carly comes
2: down. He gre- Well, first of all, he shakes. That was a
3: great spot where he shakes it, and Randy literally went, Whoa, And like flipped yeah, back over.
2: Randy was almost over, and I was yeah. like, how's Great Carly going to put him back in yeah. the cage? Carly shakes it to an extent where Randy flips over. Yeah, oh, it was very that dangerous. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, very dangerous. Uh,
3: but he manages to catch himself. Bearing in mind, it's very spiky up there. Oh, like, yeah. It, Michael-, Michael Cole wasn't there to remind us of that, but it's very spiky. It's up like there. Jurassic Park, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> Very sad there was no Jurassic Park references.
2: Carly grabs Randy's throat through the uh, the Punjabi prison, allowing Jinder to get over Just and choke choking escape. him out. Yeah. Randy Orton was going he was red in the face. He was passing out. So there you have... See, back to the great Carly. I would actually really like him... Orton and the Singh brothers to be this new faction.
3: You mean him, Mahal, and the Singh brothers? Oh, what did I say? Him, Orton, and the Singh brothers. Yes, I, not not Orton. I, no, I can't see Orton wanting to team up with these three lads now that it's been around three months.
2: Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, I would. That that looks really good to me. And you don't have to have great Carly wrestle, which is definitely where he falls down talent wise. But standing there, looking intimidating, and doing the occasional interfering power Still move, doing an overhand
3: chop, I'm all for that. That'd be as awesome. And I, I can definitely get behind that.
2: Because at the moment, Jinder has muscle in the loosest of terms. It's it's the Singh brothers. Yeah. But if he's got Carly there as well, then you've got like the complete package. You've got the lean. Sort of muscular guy as your, as your front. You've got the two weedy uh, tag team guys in there as well. And then you've got the huge monster.
3: Yeah. That's a faction. Also, there's a possible tease in there as well. And I, fe- I felt like they were doing something to slightly set this up. Because the great Kali took the title off of him and lifted it up above his head. And I was like, ooh. I mean, I hope oh, they don't. No. But are they going to build to a jinder Kali feud for later on this year? I think Jinder just got excited. You and Carly got excited. Yes, Carly got All excited. All right, Jim Ross. What's going on? Uh, I just... Uh, Your back hurts. Yeah, my back hurts.
2: My <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's Backlash. <laughs> Not Backlash. <laughs> that's Battleground. So, that's Battleground. It was Battleground. Uh, overall, a great tag team match. A very fun Punjabi prison match. But the rest
3: of the show was really subpar I a, thought. A thumbs in the middle, slightly pointing down show.
2: Oh no, I've got it I've got it quite adamantly down. Yeah. So that's a full down? Yeah, it's I'm a full ab- down.
3: I'm there. Yeah, I'm, I'm more as about here, yeah. Because you made it sound like you were there. Oh no, it was like slightly, it was like more like Oh, okay, that's a whole notch. Yeah, it's a it's a notch, yeah. It's, so a, yeah. Ge- it's a gear change.
2: That's all we've got time for on this episode. I've got to go and uh, have an operation on my back now, probably. <laughs> but if you want to catch up with the latest Wrestle Ramble or Wrestle Talk news so far, click the videos that have just appeared over Luke's face. Subscribe to Wrestle Talk. Uh, support us on Patreon as well. And this is Luke Owen. I'm Ollie Davis. That was Rambling.